Hello, and thank you for downloading episode 60 of We Got This with Mark and Hal. Hey, are you a fan of Mark Agliardi, not just the podcaster, but the actor? Guess what? If you live in Tucson or Phoenix, you are in luck because our own Mark Agliardi will be appearing in the brand new play Discord in both Tucson and Phoenix. And if you want to go see Mark live, go to ArizonaTheater.org for information on tickets. It is going to be a great show. I will be at one of the shows myself. This I swear. But for now, please enjoy episode 60 of We Got This with Mark and Hal. Hello, I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all. Krispy Kreme or Dunkin' Donuts? That's right. Don't worry, everyone. We got this. Podcast should have a theme song. Podcast should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. You know what? You're right. We got this. What is up, everybody? It is 10.58 in the morning. (laughs) We're coming at you. (laughs) Drive time podcasting. You knew I was going to do that as soon as you told me before recording this. Don't say what time it is that we're recording. Sometimes I think that this is all just an elaborate troll that you've been pulling (laughs) off this entire podcast. (laughs) How can I make Hal's blood boil? Oh, <laughs> thanks for listening to the show <laughs> and for listening to us talk to each other for a few yeah. minutes. Like for li- for a few there. minutes, thanks for listening to us talk to each other for uh, the past year. <laughs> We're assuming that you've been here the whole time. Yeah, we 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 don't get any new listeners. We just we've had the same listeners the whole time. They've just multiplied because they got wet. Yeah, please don't eat after midnight, listeners. All right. I, and that is in no way to call our listeners gremlins. No, not at all. No, they're adorable mogwais. Yeah, exactly. That's why we don't want them to eat. So. <laughs> all right. Do you What's think, our topic today, Hal? Do you think mogwais suffer from body shaming because people are constantly telling them not to eat? Oh, gosh. I hope not. They're adorable. But people also, like, if every time someone came up to you, they told you how adorable you were. That would probably offset any body shaming from, are you sure you want to eat that? It's after midnight. Oh, that's true. I feel like there are a lot of mogwai in therapy. (laughs) Just little high-pitched and a lot of therapists going, I I do not know what you're saying. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, can you please speak? I'm a human therapist. I... I don't speak Mogwai. Maybe if that little old Asian man that sold you to um, the big guy that looks like older Biff. What was that actor's name? Zach Galligan or Gaffigan? Zach Galligan? Zach Galligan. Gilligan. Zach Gilligan. Gilligan. Right. Yes. Uh, so Bob Denver, when he did the movie Gremlins. <laughs> let's talk about donuts, Hal. Okay, let's do it. This has been suggested <laughs> multiple times by multiple people, but the first time I recall seeing it was on the Maximum Fun subreddit, and it was suggested by Armageddon Overdrive, which is sounds like a uh, Stephen King novel. Or a really awesome hairband. <laughs> hey, did you see Armageddon Overdrive at the Roxy? Yeah, they tore it up. I can't believe that one guy's cheetah pants ripped, though. <laughs> well, he shouldn't have been doing that jumping split. But I, the opening <laughs> band was great. Midnight Eaters. Oh, they were so adorable. I know. I heard they're all in therapy. 
<laughs> All right. Let's talk donuts, Hal. Yes, these are two of the, the – probably the two biggest donut franchises uh, in in the continental United States. Yes. And um, a, a lot If of- you've never had them, go eat both of them because, look, this – I know that we get very excitable at the end and say you can never have the other one again. But if you decide not to listen to us, both of these are delicious. They're Yeah, they're all great donuts. And a lot of people love local – like now – a while ago it felt like artisanal ice cream shops were really popular where we mm-hmm. all, we do homemade. And those are still very much around in Los Angeles. But there are also a lot of like famous donuts, donut places like um, Top Pot Donuts I think is one and then Voodoo Donuts, which is in Portland and now is in Austin and, and I think is coming to LA. There are a lot of really cool designer donut stores where they make crazy donuts with filling. They have cake donuts and yeast donuts. and They have cronuts. They have the, uh, the, who, who is it? There's a, a bakery in New York created the cronut. And now, of course, I think it's Dunkin' Donuts has – uh, latched onto that and now has their own version of the cronut. Yes. Yeah. They have a very, they have a very widely expanded bakery, which, which we'll get into, but mm-hmm. uh, for, for all the people who have their local, um, donut chains, even we have Winchell's and Yum Yum out here. Those are, and those Randy's, are which was oh. the, uh, inspiration for Lard Lad Donuts on, um, The Simpsons. Yes. If you, if you're ever in LA and you are going to or coming from the airport, stop in, in Westchester, I believe is the is the actual city that it's in. It's right near the airport. Randy's Donuts. It's also famously in Iron Man Two when he's eating donuts by himself inside the giant donut. That is Randy's Donuts, and they <laughs> they make maybe the best donut on the planet. Is but, it a specific donut, or do you mean in general? It's just a glazed yeast donut. They're they're just like straight ahead donut. They've been making since the beginning is. Fantastic. Cannot it's Randy's Donuts, people. I've repeated it so that I'm sure that you're going there. Great. So in our Krispy Kreme versus Dunkin' Donuts, Randy's has won. People of the world. <laughs> <laughs> but the, these are like two I feel like people are they, they really voraciously defend one or the other. And and it it may depend. First of all, why? They're both donuts. They're del- if somebody comes into work with a, a box that says Krispy Kreme or a box that says Dunkin' Donuts, I don't care what the box says. I'm going to stick my hand in there and eat one of them. <laughs> I, I am too, but I think it's, I, I think it's an emotional attachment. Like you have yeah. an emotional attachment to a specific deli, let's say in New York. Right. Um, it, that, that is the best deli food you'll ever have. Even yeah. though you could probably go to a lot of delis that would make something similar. It, the Pope of Fifth Avenue is the greatest sandwich in New York on, at the Fifth Avenue Deli on Fifth Avenue and Ninth Street in Brooklyn. Yeah, I've got my local, of See, course. Exhibit A. So somebody grew up with a donut place that was local to them. Krispy Kreme is, is huge here on, on the, on the West Coast because don't, and part of that I think is, is because Dunkin' Donuts hasn't been around, um, for for a large period of time it's here now there's one uh, within a 10 minute drive from uh from my place here on the west side of los angeles and and they're popping up all over dunkin donuts are very much a new york institution right uh not specifically new york but in new york they are as ubiquitous as starbucks they are i can walk from my apartment to atlantic terminal and i pass by three dunkin donuts on the way 
Absolutely. And same, same in Phil, for Philadelphia, that whole East mm-hmm. Coast area. In fact, it was founded in, uh, in Massachusetts. So it is specifically a Northeast, uh, or born of the Northeast as a donut chain. But, but Mark, did you, so I grew up like a special treat was getting to go to Dunkin' Donuts and, and get, get my favorite, uh, donut, which was a vanilla glazed. Did, Ooh. What did you have, uh, growing up? Did you have, um, Dunkin' Donuts or was there a specialty shop near you? What, what did you do growing up in Tennessee? When I was growing up, we had, um, there were, there were, we had both. We had Dunkin' Donuts and Krispy Kreme in town. And I actually remember when Krispy Kreme first came to Los Angeles, which was maybe 12, 13 years ago. Okay. And people freaked out and there was a line out the door every day at Krispy Kreme in LA because people in LA had never experienced Krispy Kreme before. I had a Krispy Kreme donut shop on the way to school. Uh, so uh, in Knoxville, Tennessee, I had, there was a Krispy Kreme as we uh, pulled up to Sacred Heart School. And so it was always just like crispy passing by a Krispy Kreme meant I was going to school. So there may be a little bit of, uh, of engineering. Uh, what's that called? Pavlov's dog. Oh, conditioning. You were being conditioning. Thank you. I was conditioned to worry about whether or not I had done my homework every time I saw a Krispy Kreme. Um, but I do love Krispy Kreme and, um, for me, Dunkin' Donuts, donuts were a rare treat as a child. Okay. We, my, my parents were very much into not giving us unhealthy things, which much to the chagrin of a child who that's all we want to eat. Uh, and the, the thing I remember of Dunkin' Donuts wasn't the donuts themselves. And this is one of those ticks in the, in the Dunkin' Donuts column for me is munchkins. Munchkins are what Dunkin' Donuts called their donut holes. And munchkins would frequently be brought to school by a parent whose uh, kid, it was their birthday. Or uh, if we were going on a field trip, uh, the, the, you know, the teacher would have a couple of, uh, you know, little, Carrying crates. They looked like little, they looked like she was carrying a 12 pack, but instead of beers, because we were children, for God's sake, uh, they were filled with tiny, delicious donut holes. And some of them were even filled, which, oh, oh, to a husky pants child, that was, oh man, that was heaven. A uh, husky pants child is the, that other band that opened at the Roxy. They were the, mid- oh yeah, those guys were great. <laughs> but I, munchkins were, I feel like, and I'm sure they existed well before I was a child, but I, I had that, that sense of ownership, like, oh, those were invented when I was a kid and I was yeah. around when they, when they first debuted. And I'm, I'm sure that, that they were not, but no, like exactly, like it's, that became a part of childhood. When it was somebody's birthday, they brought in the munchkins and you would eat, like, every one was good, except for the plain donut ones. I feel like they had those that were like, they were they were not powdered sugar, but maybe a little bit of cinnamon, and they they would get residual stuff from all the other munchkins in the in the uh, carrying crate. Right, but they still were like, uh, you know, like the, the least flavorful of mm-hmm. all of them. Um, so Dunkin' Donuts d- did have that for me. I didn't have Krispy Kreme that I remember in Philadelphia. I I didn't encounter it till I moved out here in the year two thousand, and. I thought it was a really, really good donut. And to me, like it, it was always, uh, you drive by 
and look for the Krispy Kreme's light to be on because that mean they that meant they had fresh donuts, right? And then you get in yes. the insane drive-through line to to get donuts put in your car that, so that you could put them in your face. <laughs> I uh, I had an old roommate who would wait until the light went off and then go and catch them as they were tossing out the donuts and just get them for free. Oh my god. Yeah. That's uh, You know, you do what you got to do when you're, you know, when you're just out of school and don't have any money. <laughs> so you didn't so you didn't grow up with Krispy Kreme. You grew up strictly with Dunkin Donuts or were you did you have a local in Philly that you went to? No, it was Dunkin Donuts. That was the okay. local. Cuz there were I mean, I don't think in the late 70s early 80s there were a lot of local donut shops. I mean, there were mm-hmm. some that were like bakeries and stuff, but Dunkin Donuts was everywhere. In, in urban Philadelphia, same as New York, same as Boston, obviously. Um, but mm-hmm. Krispy Kreme, I always assumed was a West Coast, like it had started in California, but it actually started in North Carolina in the, in the late yeah. 30s. Uh, Krispy Kreme to me is very much a Southern thing. Okay. It feels like a very, very Southern thing. I feel when I think about donuts in LA, I always think about the, uh, the small, uh, you know, the mom and pop donut stores. Right. Um, so, uh, let's get into this, shall we? Yes. All right. What are our criteria that we are going to be looking at today in order to determine which is the superior? Are we looking at the superior donut itself? Are we looking at the superior chain? I think we should look at the superior chain, and I would judge it on on three criteria to keep it very simple. Okay. Um, what, one is, which do we think makes the better fashion of donut? So they mm-hmm. both have... Uh, their version of munchkins. There are donut holes, um, that, that Krispy Kreme sells. They both have a basic glazed donut. They both have frosted donuts. Um, which, which is a better general donut? And then I, I mm-hmm. think the second should be general variety of treats that they sell. So it could be mm-hmm. the, the variety of donuts that they carry, um, whether the other, the other treats that they may have on their menu, uh, contribute in a positive way or actually uh, take away from the value of, of the store experience. And I'd say mm-hmm. the third, which you will be able to judge better than, than I will um, is the coffee, because that is a big, that is always a big thing. Like donuts go with coffee. Mm-hmm. For me, it's milk because I'm not much of a coffee drinker. But- sure. Cause a donut is basically a breakfast cookie. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I think those are the, three whoever three. decided by the way yeah. that, this, it's a, it's like a birthday cake for breakfast. You're like, that's a thing. <laughs> You're like, whoever decided that a, a donut is an appropriate breakfast is a genius and a jerk. I feel like with so many things, it's created for working class people who's just mm-hmm. like, here's a round thing you can hold in your mouth while you uh, put rivets in the side of this boat that we're building. Right. And here is sugar to get you through your long work day. Yeah. But it is a real- well. The first ten minutes of it, then you'll need a nap. <laughs> and that's why factory hammocks were born. Oh, factory hammocks! <laughs> another. Great that's man. another episode. <laughs> factory hammocks, good or bad? Um, yeah. But yeah, it's it is like a the kind of thing that's great any time of day. Like it's great to have at breakfast as a special treat. It's it's almost like you you can have it as breakfast. Or you have it mm-hmm. if you're if you're having like a brunch, you can have it at the end of the brunch, and it becomes like a first dessert. It becomes like a Hobbit meal. 
Like you create a special <laughs> meal to have the donut. It's great for like a lunchtime pick me up. So you can have it when there's like an office birthday or something or a school birthday. There are donuts brought in and everybody's real excited and you either eat them. Sometimes they're brought in the morning and you eat them then, but you're going to come back to that box several times during the day. Like there's no bad time to have a donut, right? Here is how, here's how I see. I like, I'm so conscious now of trying to avoid donuts. Sure. Um, that here is how I deal with don't, and I'm, I'm the jerk. Uh, here's how I deal with donuts <laughs> when they are in the box in the break room. Okay. I won't eat a whole donut. I will pick up a donut and I will break or cut it in half. Mm-hmm. And I will eat half a donut and leave half a donut in the thing. And then later, when I come back, and if my half a donut is still there, uh, which sometimes it is, I will cut that half donut in half and eat that half of it. And I will do this Nautilus style where I'm halving it every time until I'm just, I'm like, why don't I just eat this? It's just like a sixteenth of a donut. <laughs> I've already eaten 15 of the 16 pieces I might as well just have this last bite, but I will eat it slowly over the course of a day. And basically, I'm using the donut box as my personal plate. Yeah. And uh, not only that, but you get to a point where the donut only exists in theory because it's been cut so many times. Yeah, it's just crumbs. At this point, it is the crumbs at the bottom of the box. But you're like, no, 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 that's still part of my donut. It becomes Schrodinger's donut where you're not even <laughs> sure if it's in the box. Hey, as long as this box is closed, as, as far as I know, there's still some donut in there. What is this, what is with us doing like with like insane scientific theories today? Pavlov's dog, Schrodinger's donut. Let's squeeze in an Occam's razor and a Chekhov's gun. Well, we'll come to that at the end of the show. Um, oh yeah, cuz I'm going off by the end of this show, baby. <laughs> Let's start with the coffee. Uh, we'll work backwards because, uh, and, and I know you don't drink coffee. Right. I may have to, I may have to pull this one off the table and add another criteria if you don't mind, simply because I don't know Krispy Kreme coffee. Okay. I know Dunkin' Donuts coffee because I have it. I buy the K cups of Dunkin' Donuts sometimes. And, um, I, first of all, I love that their ad slogan is Dunkin' Donuts, the world's best coffee. <laughs> they really do just put it right out there, don't they? Yeah, and that's what they that's that's like that's like having, you know, Toyota, the world's best tires. You're like, that's not <laughs> That's not what I'm buying. I mean, I'm getting it cuz it's there. Like McDonald's has the best diet coke. Maybe? <laughs> um, but their coffee is very good. Um, but so I can't really compare those two. I would like to add a criteria jumping off of this. Let's do it. Uh, is, is marketing and business, uh, looking at the business itself. Okay. Because I feel like far and away, Dunkin' Donuts crushes Krispy Kreme on this one. Sure. First of all, there are, uh, there are only about a thousand Krispy Kreme shops. There are over 11,000 Dunkin' Donuts shops. Right. Um, Dunkin' Donuts has marketed so brilliantly over the years. Like, munchkins. Like, they don't call them donut holes. They call them munchkins. And that's what they were always called for me as a kid. Uh, they're, they've got, first of all, you go to their website and you go to Krispy Kreme's website and the first thing you see is, uh, pictures of all their donuts. 
Sure. You go to Dunkin' Donuts website and the first thing you see is, are you a member? Sign in. Get your Perks Rewards cards like they are. <laughs> first of all, I am never getting a donut membership. <laughs> um, because I already have a Domino's Pizza membership and for God's sake, isn't that enough? You have a Domino's Pizza membership? I don't want to talk about it. I do. What? Tell me. Look, man, (laughs) when you're getting something delivered, sometimes when you're getting stuff delivered, you need to make an online account to get it delivered. And I'm not planning on having donuts delivered to me anytime soon. So I don't need to make a Dunkin' Donuts account. And even when you try to click off of it, there is nowhere to click that doesn't sign you in to buying or to getting this account. Right. I finally just clicked on the name Dunkin' Donuts, and that took me to their website. <laughs> it's like you sneaky SOBs. It is. Um, they're they are pretty on point. I, they're obviously they're in way more places. Mm-hmm. Uh, their branding is great. I always think r- right now one of their uh, one of their catchphrases. I, I don't know if they've abandoned it. I think it's currently in places. America runs on Dunkin'. Yes, which is a great great catchphrase. But what I remember the most growing up are those TV commercials with the baker who would wake up at an insane hour and say, time to make the donuts. Time to make the donuts. Like cla- They have a classic ad campaign that, that I grew up, that was part of my childhood. It was like part of mm-hmm. the, part of the cultural zeitgeist of an entire decade uh, and maybe longer than a decade. I like, it might've been late seventies yeah. into the eighties. This was the seventies into the eighties. And, uh, yeah, I remember these from when I was a kid as well. They may have just been running them still like the same one or two commercials. Yeah. Um, they also are, uh, they also put their branding on other things, specifically sports. They are, uh, they're big up in the Northeast. They sponsor the Dallas Cowboys, the Yankees, the Mets, mm-hmm. the Red Sox, the Patriots. First of all, I don't know how they can sponsor both the Yankees and the Red Sox and get away with that. <laughs> that just means they're courageous. Yeah. They, uh, <laughs> you know what? We're here today to salute the courage of the brave men and women of Dunkin' Donuts who get up when it is time to make the donuts. Yes. Specifically, Fred the Baker, who I can tell you was in commercials. At, he was in it for almost, almost 20 years, 1981 to 1997. Fred the Baker oh, wow. was used and showed him like, and the thing that you that, that makes me think of is that Dunkin' Donuts is always there because growing up there was always a Dunkin' Donuts somewhere, so it, mm-hmm. it like it fed into that idea that this franchise will always be there for you when you want a donut. They're up and working hard. Although I never once saw anybody in a Dunkin' Donut, uh, Dunkin' Donuts franchise who is anything close to Fred the Baker in terms of. Of their dedication to being at a Dunkin' Donuts at six or seven in the morning <laughs> selling those donuts. Yeah, they, the, if you got there super early, they looked pretty miserable. Did you go early to get the donuts? I didn't at Dunkin'. You know, really warm donuts weren't a thing I thought about until Krispy mm-hmm. Kreme, which we'll, I know we'll get to in a second, but to yes. me, it was always, it was sitting in the case and they were really, they're very yeasty donuts if you've never had. Um, Dunkin' Donuts and the difference between yeast and cake, if you didn't know, cake tends to be a smaller, sort of tighter ring and is very spongy and, and a more dense donut. It looks like a pound cake. Yeah. And the yeast, um, the yeast are, they look almost like a deflated tire and they're very, uh, airy in the middle. Um, and there's, there's less dough and it's a lot lighter. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
and they had both at Dunkin' Donuts, but I remember getting those yeasty donuts that were that were in a line and they're all those trays always seemed to be full. And if the one I wanted wasn't there, it was just crushing. <laughs> How often were you eating donuts as a kid? I'm getting really jealous of you and your connection to donuts, by the way. I mean, if it because I, I could say I would say my I would get them maybe every six to eight weeks. I'm, I'm not a player. I just crush a lot. I had, <laughs> I had donuts. Like if I had donuts once a month, that would be a lot. I don't think okay. it was even that. Uh, I don't think it was that regular, except when you're a kid, of course, and they bring the munchkins in for somebody's birthday. And, mm-hmm. and then you're like, if you're real lucky, you've got like two birthdays in a week. And that means you're getting plenty of munchkins coming in. You're getting oh, a yeah. fix. Uh, but I just have strong memories uh, around it. Like it just, for whatever reason, it, it, uh, it's something that stuck with me as, as just a part of my, part of the fabric of my childhood was Dunkin' Donuts was there. It was in the neighborhood. It was walkable. Hmm. So yeah, that's, you know what? It's good for it to be walkable. Yeah. Cause you got to walk off that donut. Now <laughs> you, I, you can't walk far enough. <laughs> to to walk, you'd have to be like Forrest Gump running back and forth across the country to get rid of that donut. But Krispy Kreme, uh, for me, I really like their the architecture of their buildings, which is a weird. It's people don't think of that necessarily as as marketing. Mm-hmm. I think in general, but it is, and it had like it, to me, it makes me think of like the forties and fifties, which for some reason is a period of time that really appeals to me. So, so in that way, I think they've got that gives them an advantage over Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin'. Well, I feel like they do. They do a. Uh, they do a cool thing where Krispy Kreme's marketing is: we're just gonna be cool and kind of. There are underground things that people know, like the light. Right. You know, if the light's on, we're making the donuts. Um. So they've got these things that are. They're kind of underground and cool and. People just come to them. Like, we're just going to be ourselves and you come to us. Dunkin' Donuts is blasting you with commercials and advertising and marketing. And, um, and that, I mean, that could be the reason that they had, you know, their sales are six billion dollars and they've got 11,000 franchises. Yeah. So, so I think in, in terms of the marketing, Dunkin' Donuts take Dunkin' Donuts wins. They're a bigger business. Yeah. But Krispy Kreme does have that cool factor with the cool retro looking buildings mm-hmm. and, uh, the sort of secret menu, like in and out style, you know. Yeah. And Not they, secret menu, but secret little things to know. And they do have really good licensing deals. I remember a mm-hmm. couple of years ago, they had a Ghostbusters donut, which was a glazed <laughs> jelly. It was, it was marshmallow filled and it had like green icing on it and then a Ghostbusters logo. This was Dunkin' Donuts or Krispy Kreme? This is Krispy Kreme. Krispy Kreme had this. So All right. They- let's move on to the donuts. <laughs> what was our – I'm sorry. Go- <laughs> no. Because it seemed like we were segueing toward this. I just love Ghostbusters, but go ahead. Ghostbusters is amazing, and I'm very excited about the new movie. Yes. And all the haters out there, it's not ruining your childhood. Yes. If you – there's no way to ruin a movie that's already been made. Also, your childhood maybe wasn't that good if this is going to ruin it. Yeah. Also, uh, this is for your children, not for you. <laughs> anyway, that's my soapbox for the day. Perfect. Um, 
Let's move on to uh, let's move on to talk about the donuts themselves. Sure. Um, if I may, that was that the second criteria was what was it menu? Yeah. What was menu, the second? It's, so we had we we did marketing. Then we're going to do variety of donuts and treats, and then I think mm-hmm. we'll we'll wrap it up with with quality of donut, and that's where we'll make our stand and our decision. All right. Um, here is for me the big difference between Krispy Kreme. And Dunkin' Donuts. Okay. Dunkin' Donuts is a jack of all trades and Krispy Kreme is a master of one. Okay. Meaning, uh, Dunkin' Donuts, you can walk in and there are a million varieties and there's not, so I don't think of one donut at, at Dunkin' Donuts as being the thing that I have to get. Then they have a million other things too. They've got their breakfast sandwiches. They've got chicken biscuits, like, Krispy Kreme to me is if someone is bringing a dozen Krispy Kreme donuts into the office, right? When you open the box, there's a 50 50 chance they're all going to be the original gr- glazed Krispy Kreme official donut, right? Dunkin' Donuts, you're going to get the variety. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. I, uh, I, I know that Krispy Kreme makes a million other donuts. Um, but I feel like, in fact, they have, they've got some crazy donuts they're making now. They have one that looks like a baseball. They have five different emoji donuts. I know. You could get a like, surprise donut. What? Come this on. Is- they have one that looks like a football, one that looks like, they have all the different sports balls. Yes. Tennis, base, basket, foot. <laughs> the chocolate, uh, just sort of the chocolate cream filled looks like a hockey puck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they've got all the sports covered. Yeah. I feel like Krispy Kreme, this is Krispy Kreme kind of doing a, a half-assed attempt at variety when everybody just goes there for one donut. There's one donut that they do great. But you know what? I, you, you bring up a good point, which is Dunkin' Donuts has become, they've sort of pivoted. So they're, they're always going to be a donut place. They're, they'll, mm-hmm. as, as far as we know, I can't imagine them being anything other than Dunkin' Donuts, but to walk into one, and I was in one recently, I, I noticed like it's a lot of breakfast sandwiches and muffins and bagels and mm-hmm. the donuts are there, but it seems like they occupy less space in the store. So now they have to, um, compete with all the yeah. other snacks. Yeah. The count, the counter space now is being taken up by that weird half microwave, half oven thing that Subway also uses. Yes. It's yes. like, it's not a microwave. It's just like a super fast oven. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, so they can heat up all their breakfast sandwiches. But I think uh, – so I think – are you saying what I'm saying here, which is that Krispy Kreme probably is a better variety because really like the donuts the, – the, in this case, Dunkin' Donuts having all these different types of treats actually is a detraction from from their offering. Whereas, oh, no. I'm saying the opposite. I'm saying really? that Dunkin' Donut Dunkin' Donuts wins in the variety category. I feel okay. like Krispy Kreme's variety is uh, – is, like a uh, all right, we'll do this to compete with Dunkin' Donuts. How are you? How are we talking about variety? And you're saying the fact that Dunkin' Donuts has a million things is bad. That wouldn't that put them over the edge in variety? Well, Granted, they're not all donuts. That's yeah. That, well, here's the question: is is the variety? Uh, does does the quantity equal quality? So if we're looking at variety, just how many different things do they have? Dunkin' Donuts wipes the floor with Krispy Kreme. However, if you're looking at it, at it as uh, what is the quality of their offering, 
you know, mm-hmm. they both do more than one thing. Um, I will say in, in support of your argument that a lot of these, they really don't have anything that is not a frosted donut. They have a sugar donut and a cinnamon mm-hmm. apple, uh, cinnamon apple filled, like a couple of their, like the dolce de leche, a couple of the filled donuts aren't glazed all around, but everything is like, they have to coat it in, in sugar wax to sell it to you. <laughs> Like, yeah. Like, Sugar Wax is the record label that all of those bands were on. <laughs> it's like if it's like if you remove that layer, just the thing would turn to powder. Like it's somehow the only thing that's holding that donut <laughs> right. together is this layer of glaze, which is delicious, but also for me it drives me crazy. Like I can't I eat it and then my hands are dirty all the time. There's no way around it. Are you going to like knife and fork oh, yeah. your donut? You- you're you just got sugar flakes. It. Please. You're going to eat it with your hands. And then your hands if you eat a donut with a knife and fork, of, of you are you are a fancy pants. I am. I always wear my monocle and <laughs> and my cravat whenever I eat donuts. And I do not want to get them messy. I'm a proper gentleman. So so to me, uh, so then maybe variety does go to Dunkin' Donuts. I'm just – there is something to – to how many different donuts Krispy Kreme has and, and they have 53 donuts. Yeah. But here's the thing about their 53 donuts. Sure. Five of them are, you know, grin, silly, smirk, surprise and wink. (laughs) Um, like it's not really the donut itself that seems different. It's just what's on top of the donut. Right. But we're also, we're talking about the establishment. Yes. We're, t- we're, remember, we, we made this about, we're talking about the establishment, not the donut itself. So based on that, um, I think Dunkin' Donuts has to win in the variety category. Yeah. I, and because of all the other things besides donuts they sell. Remember, we're not just going on the donut. We're going on the establishment for sure. And, and even <laughs> this is kind of sad. Krispy Kreme has, has bagels and. And, uh, cinnamon, uh, cinnamon oatmeal and regular oatmeal. Mm-hmm. Those are their, like, variety pieces, really. And then, yeah. uh, but they say bagels are offered at the following locations. And then it gives, like, seven places. And out of those places, the blueberry bagel is not available in three of the states, which means <laughs> you have to go to Nebraska or Tampa, Florida, if you ever want to try a blueberry bagel at a Krispy Kreme, which is sort of like, you guys can't get that together or you can't like at this point the bagels haven't done well enough that you you're either going to put them everywhere or you're not going to sell them because that's taking up a lot of emoji space. You can put the poop emoji donut in there that we don't have yet. <laughs> Look, I don't know that I want the poop emoji donut. Well, it's going to become that after you eat it anyway. So it might as well look like that going in. So on variety, the win also goes to Dunkin' Donuts and it would seem right now – like Dunkin' Donuts is the clear winner. However, I think that that what it comes down to is this final category. Would you agree? Uh, I would agree, and I feel like this is where the great evening out is going to happen. Okay. Because I find Krispy Kreme donuts, the donut itself, to be vastly superior to the Dunkin' Donut. Really? I do. Tell me why. Because... uh and I think maybe part of it is I'm gonna, I'm looking at all other things being equal. I'm looking at the uh, classic Krispy Kreme glazed donut. Okay. Uh, versus a classic Dunkin' Donuts uh, glazed donut. All right. You call them yeast donuts. Uh, we always called them glazed. Those like cake or glazed. 
was how okay. we called him as a kid. Sure. Um, so looking at those donuts being equal, I wish I had them in front of me right now. I, I wish I had them in front of me generally, but I wish I specifically had them in front of me right now um, because I feel like the Dunkin' Donuts, they are, they're a little more stale. They're a little more dense. They're a little more like they've been sitting out in a display case all day. Right. And I feel like Krispy Kreme Donuts, they're just – they're a different animal. I get them when they're warm. They sort of melt in your mouth. They're – and there's – I don't know. And that's just – that's just personal taste. I feel – I prefer – a Krispy Kreme classic glazed donut. Now, I like a filled donut as well. I'm a Boston cream filled donut fan. Okay. And, uh, even those, I feel like Krispy Kreme, that sort of doughy softness that they have, uh, it envelops that a lot better than the sitting out all day Dunkin' Donuts. That's, I, th- I guess that's the big thing for me is that Krispy Kreme donuts taste fresher. Because I think they are generally. Sure. What, uh, what do you think? I, uh, it, this is tough because I, I'm, what I'm trying to do right now is detach myself emotionally from Dunkin' Donuts. Because how, when have you ever been able to detach yourself emotionally from anything that we've talked about on this show that even remotely exists in Philadelphia? You're right. You're we right. could be talking about gloves and you'd be like, well, I bought this one pair of gloves in Philly once. <laughs> Go Phillies. These gloves are the best. Screw mittens. We haven't done gloves or mittens yet. I can't help it. I love, I love my hometown. I know you do, buddy. And I love I, Philadelphia too. See, of course you do because it's yeah. the greatest city. That one's settled. We'll, we'll never have to discuss that one, but, uh, really? <laughs> I'm taking it. All right. For, for me, there are very few treats I like better, especially from mm-hmm. a bakery, than that vanilla frosted donut, where mm-hmm. where it is a yeast donut. There's only frosting on top, but it's that nice thick. Like you tap it, and it feels it feels like a hard glaze, but then it's a little thicker, and it's got mm-hmm. a, a creamy, sugary taste underneath. I I love that donut. You can put sprinkles on it or not. I don't care. And Wait, you like carry your own sprinkles? I always carry a small satchel of sprinkles with me because they make everything better. They're on a little like belt pouch. So I look an adventure. Sure. Uh, rainbow or chocolate? Uh, uh, for me, it's rainbow, especially sure. on a vanilla frosted, although I like chocolate sprinkles. My, my father will not allow me to call the rainbow ones Jimmy's, which is, could be a whole other episode. He says the, what do you call them? One, the chocolate ones are Jimmy's. The rainbow ones are sprinkles because only chocolate ones are, are worthy. In his eyes. What? Where is Bill getting these arbitrary, like, he is, I feel like he has his own version of this show that's just him in his mind making decisions for all of us. <laughs> Welcome to my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Bill. We love you, Dad. Um, um, but, but that, so so to hmm. me, the comparison is the, the standard Krispy Kreme glazed donut to the vanilla frosted from Dunkin' Donuts. And they're both, they're both great donuts. What I like about the Dunkin' a little bit more is that there's more donut to eat. I agree with the, with the jelly. I actually think Krispy Kreme does a filled donut. Their, their filled donuts are superior because to mm-hmm. me, the, the Dunkin' Donuts always look like they've, di- like they were blown up. Like there's a shape. There's a, there's a visual pleasure to eating a Krispy Kreme donut. They all look clean. 
There's something mm-hmm. clean and uniform about them. There's something about Dunkin' Donuts where they just get- looks dirty. Yeah, Dunkin' Donuts are, are <laughs> those donuts are like snowflakes. They're all different, and each mm-hmm. each of the jelly ones looks like um, it looks like the top half of Oscar the Grouch's trash can. <laughs> it's like misshapen <laughs> and weird, um, and it tastes good, but it also it makes it difficult to eat. So mm-hmm. for filled donuts, I give Krispy Kreme the edge. But it's but very- for unfilled donuts, you give Dunkin' the edge. You just you get more donut for your buck, and I I, I I've never thought of them as stale because mm-hmm. because I I guess the appeal of fresh donuts, fresh warm donuts, has never really um, latched on to me the same way as like getting a fresh uh, fresh bagel is is like an absolute treat. If I can catch. Uh, if I can go to a bagel shop and get one when they're freshly made, that's like the best, a fresh warm bagel. That's something I have mm-hmm. really strong memories of as a kid. I don't remember warm donuts and I haven't had them enough, I guess, from Krispy Kreme or they never made enough of an impression that I go that that's what would give it the edge for me. So, so now we're at a bit of an impasse. Uh, I don't know that we are though. How so? Because looking at our criteria, we're split on um Krispy Kreme or Dunkin Donuts as the superior actual donut itself. But there was a clear winner in each of the other categories. That's true. And that was Dunkin Donuts. Uh, let me add one more category. Let's do it. Spelling. Oh, Dunkin Donuts. D O N U T, not D O U G H N U T. No, they're they're donuts. Let's not be Yeah. That's Doff Nuts. Yeah. We're not gonna have Doff Nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, like the Krispy Kreme is also cool too. Like they both seem like renegade franchises. Like we don't spell the way you spell. Our town mm-hmm. is different. But yeah, there's something about Krispy is spelled wrong, cream is spelled wrong, and donuts is spelled fancy. <laughs> there is, but there's also something to the Duncan part where they like they refuse to put the G there. Mm-hmm. That like that makes them. Here, here's the other distinction for me. I think of Krispy Kremes as kind of a fancier. It is a fancy donut, not just because of, of how they spell the word. It's sort of like I'm going to get a Dunkin'. Uh, I'm going to get a Krispy Kreme donut, and this is going to be a a very special experience to me. Dunkin' mm-hmm. Donuts is like, hey, I'm going to go down to Dunkin' Donuts. I got to get some yeah. donuts. Got to get some money. I got to go to work. It's the yeah. That's like the working class donut to me. Yeah, is the and- people. The, nobody has said. Nobody calls it Dunkin' Donuts because nobody who goes to Dunkin' Donuts on a regular basis uses G's at the end of their gerunds. <laughs> right? Yes. Also, Dunkin' Donuts sounds like a golf club. <laughs> also, I think that um, for their logo's sake, if they had the G on the end and the letters wouldn't line up, you get it. Yeah. Um, uh, all right. It, yes. So do we have a winner, Hal? I think we do have a winner. Should With we- much respect to the runner-up, if you will, Mr. Lublin. People of the world, when it comes to major donut chains all across this country, you have two choices. And really, if you're in most places in this country, you have one choice. And it's <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts. It's the right choice. They're the cool kid who's hanging out in the corner of the schoolyard lighting matches and throwing them on the ground. I don't need your G. We're Dunkin' Donuts. The apostrophe is my knife that I use to stab haters. But also, (laughs) that didn't get away from me. I don't care what you say. 
also, <laughs> uh, they make great donuts, guys. They make breakfast sandwiches. They make muffins. They make a coffee that is well-known, although I know so many of you are going to get on Twitter and say it's water. I, I don't care. You have been overruled. And I need all of you out there to understand that every decision that Mark and I make is for the greater good of your life. And now your life is so much better because when people start talking about what the best donut place is, you know that there's only one choice. And it's Fred the Baker's place of employment for 16 years. And he has passed away since then. He's been gone 11 years now. But he's not forgotten because it's time to make the donuts at Dunkin' Donuts your winner. Asked and answered. Thank you, Armageddon Overdrive. Uh, our next episode will be which donut itself is superior. Then you and I can really argue. Yes. But as far as the establishments go, Dunkin' Donuts or Krispy Kreme, as an establishment, this one is done. Locked up, sealed, the end. But you know what, Hal? Here's the thing I love. Tell me. There are many more topics to discuss. Yes. Quickly, I'm doing a show right now in Arizona, and I was getting my beard attached to my face last <laughs> night. And uh, I was chatting with uh, Sandal, who is the woman who does that. And she was asking me, she's a podcast fan. She was asking me about the podcast. And I, uh, I mentioned what our podcast is. And she went, oh, so your podcast is Reddit? <laughs> And I went, oh, you know what? So let me say now, there are many more topics to discuss. You can reach out to us on Twitter at We Got This Tweets, or you can go to the Maximum Fun subreddit where there is no doubt an argument happening right now. Or you can go to Facebook at facebook.com forward slash We Got This Podcast. Or you can email us at we got this podcast at gmail.com. We look at all of them. We, we synthesize all of the suggestions and put them in a big spreadsheet that Mark and I choose from at random. So you will be heard. Yes. Thank you as always to our musicians, Jonathan Dinerstein and Mike Furman for our score and song respectively. Big thanks to producer Ken Plume, to researcher Kate McManus, who gave us so many facts on both of these places, all of which were pretty much featured. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for this. This was a huge help. Yes. And thank you to graphic designer Uri Kelman and as always our QA engineer, Jen Alba. And of course, thank you to you, our listeners who for some reason, want to listen to me and Hal talk about donuts, and we love you for it, and thank you, and we want to talk to you about donuts, and we want to talk to you about a lot of topics, and we have for over a year now, and we can't thank you enough. Thank you, thank you, thank you. For Hal Lublin, I'm Mark Gagliardi. And for Mark Gagliardi, I'm Hal Lublin, and don't worry, everyone. We, we got, got this. this. We got this. You guys, I'm so excited to introduce to you my new baby, Getting Curious with Jonathan Van Ness. This is going to be a really fun look at things that I find curious, whether it's a menstrual cup, it might be the Romanoff family, it might be fracking, it could be Carly Fiorina. I don't even know. Who knows? It's going to be whatever I think is interesting. I can't wait to bring it to you guys. We're going to be bringing in content experts. I'm going to be learning the things. It's only going to take about 30 minutes for you to expand your baby brains with me and have a super fun time. So I can't wait to see you on our first episode of Getting Curious. Hello, 
Brent. Travis. Welcome to Trends Like These. What's Trends Like These, you ask? Well, it's a podcast where we take the, the news trending on the internet and we cover it in podcast form. We go beyond the headlines, beyond the memes to bring you the real story so that when your friends bring it up, you can look real smart. We take things that need to be debunked and we debunk them. And then we take things that need to be rebunked and we rebunk them. We bring you all the details and we give you a spin on it. Our opinions, our thoughts, and we also try to dig up some positive things to talk about. So it's not all bummers. Just a couple of real life friends talking internet trends. So join us every Thursday on MaximumFun.org and wherever podcasts are found. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.